Shalom to all, and welcome back to the Quick Parsha, presented daily by all Parsha. Today we're going to be learning the first Aliyah in Parsha's Kisisa, that is Parak Lamed, Pasuk Yid Aleph. And in this first Aliyah, we're going to be learning many different topics. However, we're going to be starting out with the mitzvah of Machzis HaShekel. This is the half a shekel that everyone in Klai Yisrael had to give in order to count them properly. And we're going to learn about who had to give it, and how much was this half shekel, and all the different specifics. So the Pasuk starts out by Dabar Shalom Shalemar. Hashem spoke to Moshe saying, Kisisa Esrash B'nai Yisrael of Kudahem, when you're going to take a count, a census of Klai Yisrael according to their count, and each man should give the atonement for his soul when counting them, and there won't be any plague when counting them. Let's take a look at Rashi over here. This is an expression of accepting. When you desire to know how many people there are in Kal Yisrael, do not make a head count. Do not count them one, two, three, four. Everyone gives half of a shekel. And then you count the shkalim, and then you're going to know how many people there are. We all know since we were little kids that you don't count people, you count yamakos or school bags or lollipops, but you don't count actual people. So shouldn't be any plague. What does that mean? Because when we count something, ayin hara has the ability to latch onto it. And then pestilence can come on them. Like we find in the days of David Amelch, he counted Kala Yisrael without using this method. He just counted them, one, two, three, four, and there was a terrible plague. Let's go back to Chomesh Pasuket Gimel. All the people that are passing by the count, they should give the following. A half of a shekel of holy shekels, Esrim Geira HaShekel. What is a shekel? It's 20 Geira. Machzis HaShekel, they have to give half a shekel. Truma Hashem, a Truma Hashem. Let's take a look at Rashi over your Pasukud Gimel. Zayitanu, this they shall give. Now we know that anytime the Pasuk says Zay, that means Hashem showed Maish Rabbeinu something. And over here it's the same thing. He showed him something like a fiery coin, and its weight was half a shekel of our And he said, like this you shall give. We see this by Kiddush HaChadish. He said, and he showed him the moon. We see this by the Menaira. He said, This is the Menaira. So, too, over here, he showed him what the Machzah Shekel looks like. What does that mean, those that are passing by, they're being counted? The way someone usually counts something is the ones that are being counted pass by one by one. Why are we calling this a holy shekel? This is the weight of the shekel that I've set for you to use in all holy related things. For example, anytime the Torah says we have to use a shekel, that's called shekel HaKadosh, a holy shekel. Now the Pasuk is explaining exactly how much a shekel is. Let's skip the rest of Rashi and go back to Chomesh Pasuk Yodalad. Anyone that passed by as one counted, it's only someone who's 20 years and up. They have to give the Truma of Hashem. Someone who's wealthy, he's allowed to give more. As someone who's poor, he doesn't give less than this to give the Truma of Hashem to atone for their souls. Let's take a look at over here. Over here we learn someone who's less than 20 years old doesn't go out to the army and he's not counted among the men. We learn from here this Rashi and we're going to learn later on in Chumash that the reason why Klai Yisrael was counted is to see how many people there were eligible for the army. So we learn that someone who's 20 is 
not eligible for the army, which means that really, according to the Torah, someone who's an adult is 20, not 18, and not 21. We have a great age, 20 years old. And next, Rashi Pasuk Tezvav, as an atonement for their souls. We're not going to read it inside. However, Rashi explains why is it that they need an atonement for their souls. What does that mean? A kapara for their nefesh. Rashi explains that there was a number of different silver donations that were given to the Mishkan, as we've learned in Parshas Truma. And one of those silver donations, which was this, Chatzis Shekel, was actually used for Karbanos. And a Karban is a Kapara for a person. So therefore, this half a shekel is being used for the Kapara. And back to Chomesh Pasuk Tezayin. You should take this money of atonement. May Ace B'nai Israel from the B'nai Israel. And you shall use it for the work of the oil Ma'id. And it will be for the B'nai Israel as remembrance before Hashem as an atonement for their souls. Let's take a look at Rashi over here. Pasuk Tezayin. The Maish Rabbeinu was commanded to count them at the beginning of the donations of the Mishkan. This is after the Egel Azov that we're going to learn about later on in this parsha. Because there was a plague that struck them. Mashal, this is a parable. An owner had a lot of sheep that were very precious to him. But there was pestilence that struck this flock of sheep. And then when it stopped, he told his shepherd, I ask you, count my sheep, and tell me how many are left, to show that his sheep are very precious to him. So too, Hashem told Moshe after the plague struck Kali because of the Egel Azov, please count them to see how many are left. And let's jump to the last Rashi in this Pasuk, they were being used for the oil Maid. What were they being used for? The Adonim, the sockets of the Mishkan, were made with this half a shekel specifically. In later generations, these half a shekels were used for karbanis. However, this first half a shekel was used for the Adonim of the Mishkan. And now back to Chomesh Pasuk Yudzayin, we're going to be learning about yet another one of the vessels in the Mishkan. By Hashem spoke to Moshe saying, You should make a copper kior and its base out of copper for washing. You should place it in between the oil and the mezbech. And you should place water in it. And iron and his sons should wash from it their hands and their feet. When they come into the oil, they should wash with water and then they won't die. Or when they approach the mezbech to serve. In order to bring a fire offering to Hashem. And they shall wash their hands and feet and they will not die. Some, and it will be a chayk, a decree for them forever, for their children, lidaraisim, for their generations. Let's take a look at Rashi over here. What is this kiar? Rashi tells us, Pasuk Yudayin, kiar kimin dud gedayla, it's like a very large cistern, v'ladadim hamrikim b'fiyamayim, and it had little protrusions, spouts coming out of it that water came out of. V'chanoi, what's kanoi? Ketargumai ubasisei, maishav metukon l'kiar. It's maishav, it is the base of the kiar. L'rachza for washing, musav ala kiar, that's going back on the kiar. Ubein hamizbech, it was in between the mizbech, mizbach ha'ayla, meaning it was in between the mizbech ha'ayla, the mizbech that all the aylas were brought up on, Shekasubai, it says about that mizbech, shulifnei pesach mishkan almaid, that it was in front of the opening of the almaid. Vahaya kiar mashach kina, and the kiar was brought a little bit to the side, vahamid kineged avir shebena mizbech vah mishkan, and it stood in between the airspace, in between the mizbech and the mishkan, vena mafsik klab in a time, it wasn't interrupting in between the direct line 
of the Mizbech and the Mishkan, Mishim Shanemar, because it says in the Pasuk of Ace Mizbech Oila, some Pesach Mishkan Ohmaid, the Mizbech of the Oila was placed directly in front of the opening of the Ohmaid, Kloimer, meaning to say, Mizbech of Ne Ohmaid, Vain Kil of Ne Ohmaid, the Mizbech is in front of the Ohmaid and not the Kir. Hakeitzad, so where's the Kir? Mashoch Kimaklape Darm, it was pulled a little bit to the south, Kashanu Bizvachim, so we learn in Mesechas Vachim. The next Pasuk in Rashi tells us, Esudemus Raglayim, the Kayhanim have to wash their hands and feet. Bevas Achas, at one time, at the same time, Haimakadashad Raglav, he would sanctify his hands and feet. We learn the following in Mesach HaZvachim, How exactly do the Kayin wash his hands and feet? He would place his right hand over his right foot and his left hand over his left foot and then he would sanctify them by pouring water over them. The next Pasuk in Rashi tells us, When they came into the Oyomayid, They were coming in to either bring the Ketairis in the morning or in the evening or to do some sort of sprinkling of blood, and they won't die. However, if they do not wash their hands and feet, Yamusu, then they are Chayv Misa. The Torah teaches us a general rule. And from the negative, we hear the positive. Over here it says, if they do it, they won't die. And we learn from here, if they don't do it, then they will die. If they're coming to approach the outer Mizbech, so the next Pasuk in Rashi tells us, and they won't die. So this is the second time the Pasuk told us that if they wash their hands, then they won't die. This is talking about another Chiyav Misa that a kind would be Chayav for being Mishamesh, for doing the Havaydah without washing his hands. The first time the Pasuk says he's going to be Chayav Misa for not washing, that's just talking about if he walks into the Hechel without washing his hands. And this one is saying that he's going to be Chayav Misa if he does the Havaydah without washing his hands. And now back to Chamesh Pasuk Chavbez, we're going to learn about the Shemen HaMishcha, which is the oil that was used for anointing the Kalim in the Mishkan, the Mishkan itself, and the Kaihanim. And we're going to learn about the recipe for how to make the Shemen HaMishcha. However, do not try this at home, as we're going to learn soon. Pasach of Beis tells us, Hashem spoke to Moshe saying, You should take for yourself fine besamim. Besamim reish means good, expensive besamim. Mar durar chamesh meiz. 500 shekels weight of mar durar, which means pure mar. The kinman besem machatzisoy chamishim masayim. And half of that, which is 250 of kinman besem, which is fine aromatic cinnamon, ukne besem, and a cane of aromatic spices, chamishim masayim, 250. Vikida chamesh meiz b'shekel kaidesh and 500 shekels weight of kida, v'shem and zayis hin, and a hin of olive oil. So these are the different ingredients necessary for the shem and ameshcha. And let's take a look at Rashi over here, Pasuk Chav Beis. Besamim reish, chashuvim. This means very important, expensive besamim. Skip the next Rashi, go to Rashi, machatzisoy chamishim masayim, machatzis havaasoy te chamishim masayim. Half of the amount that you're supposed to bring is 250. Nimsakul chamesh meiz. That means a total of cinnamon is going to be actually 500. Kamay shir marjor, the same exact shir as the marjor. The first spice mentioned in Cain, if so, as Rashi. So why does the Torah say you have to bring half, which is two hundred fifty, which means you really should bring five hundred? This exerus hakasev that you have to bring it in half amounts. That since you're bringing two amounts, you're adding on a little bit twice. It's not weighed exactly. This we learn about in Masechus Krisos. This is talking about a cane or a stick of aromatic spices. Let's jump to Pasuk of Dalad and Rashi. Let's go to the second Rashi, Hin. Yud Beis Loigin, a hin of oil, is 12 log of oil. And there actually is Machlaikas, how exactly this shaman was made. Rameir Amr, he says, They took the oil, and then they soaked all these spices and all these roots inside the oil. Amr he said, There isn't even enough oil over here to smear all these spices, because there's such a ginormous amount of spices here. 
Mayim. These spices were soaked in water, so they shouldn't absorb the oil. And afterwards, the oil was poured on these spices until it absorbed the aroma of the spices. And then the oil was wiped off of the spices. And back to Chomish Pasuk Chafei. And you shall make it an oil of holy anointment. It is a mixture, a blend of a spice blender. It should be an oil of holy anointment. And you should anoint with it. And the Aaron that has the Eidos inside, that has the Luchas inside. And all the Kalim with it. And the Menorah with all of its Kalim. And Mizbach of the Ketiris. And Mizbach that the Oilers were brought up on. And all of its Kalim. And the Kior and its base. And you shall sanctify them. Kadashim, and they shall be Kadish Kadashim, Kalanegabahem Yikdash, anything that touches them shall become holy. Let's just take a look at the last Rashi in Pasuk Chafhei, Masay Rekeach, Shem Ha'uman Badaver. This is the name of the craftsman and is an expert at this, a spice blender. Pasuk Chavavin Rashi, Umashachtabai, and you should anoint with it. Call Hamashichas Kemen Kafivanis. As we've already said previously, all the different anointments were done in the shape of a Greek letter Chaf, Chotz Mishamalachim. Except for when a king was anointed, Shein Kemen Nezer, they were anointed in the shape of a crown. And Pasuk Chavtesan Rashi tells us, Vikidash Daisam, and you shall make them holy, Mashichazu, Mekadshem Lias Kedish Kadashim. This anointment makes them holy of holies. Umaykidushasam, and what exactly is their holiness? Kalinegea. Anything that touches them becomes holy. What does that mean? Kalarelaklishar is anything which is fitting to be put in one of these vessels. Mishanikhasusaikha, the moment it's placed inside of it, Kadesh Kedush has a gof, that item itself becomes Kadesh, the Pasal Biyotse, it becomes Pasal if it goes out of an area where it's not allowed to be, Velina, if it's not allowed to stay overnight, Utful Yam, someone who's at Ful Yam is not allowed to touch of it, and if Talatz is Lakhulin, many different halachas around it. Aval Davar Sha'ina but something that's not fitting to be put in one of the kalim of the Mishkan in Mikachin, so that doesn't become holy if it's placed inside one of these kalim. And back to Chamish Pasuk Lamid, what else is done with this Shemana Mishcha? Ves Aaron ves of Timshach, and you should anoint Aaron and his sons, Vikidash and you shall sanctify them to be Kaihanim for me. Vel Bene Israel to the Bear Lamar and to the Bene Israel, you should tell them, saying, Shemen Mishchas Kodesh Yezeli Lidareisechem. This shall be for me an oil of holy anointment. For all of your generations, let's take a look at Rashi over here. Pasuk Lamed Alf, Lidar Eisechem. For all of your generations, Mikan Lamdu Rabbeinu. From here, Chachamim teach Loimar Shekule Kaim Lasid Lavei. All this oil remained Lasid Lavei forever and ever. We don't have this oil right now, but it's hidden away safely somewhere. Zeh Begematria Tracer Loigin Havu. Zeh is Gematria twelve. So when it says this should be a Shem and Mishchas Kodesh, Zeh that means all twelve Loigin are still around. Let's go back to Chomish Pasuk Lamed Beis to learn more about this Shem and Mishcha. Al Basar Adam Lo Yisach. A person is not allowed to anoint himself with this oil of maskuntai and its recipe you should not make like it it is holy it shall be holy for you a person that does blend such a spice blend or if it's placed on a non-kayin that person gets karis he gets cut off from his nation let's take a look at Rashi over here the second Rashi you are now allowed to take this Shemin HaMeshcha and anoint it on a regular person's flesh he's not allowed to use it as an oil rub. Meaning, you're not allowed to use the same amount of spices that this Shemana Mishcha uses and make your own at home. As we said, don't try this at home. Don't make another one like this. 
based off of the measurement of a hen of oil. However, if a person is going to put in a little bit less or a little bit more based off of the measurement of one hen of oil, that would be okay. Let's say a person does make the exact recipe that we have over here in the Chomesh. A person who uses that oil to anoint on himself, he's not chayv. The person that blended it together, he's going to be chayv. And Pasuk Laman Gimel and Rashi, if someone takes this Shemana Mishcha that Moshe Rabbeinu himself made, Alzar, and he places it on someone who's a czar, what does this mean? It's not for the purpose of Kahuna, meaning even if it's placed on a Kayin, if it's not for Kahuna purposes, he's going to be Chayav Karis. And back to Chomish Pasuk Lama Dalad, we're going to be talking about the Katiris now. And Hashem said to Moshe, Take spices for yourself. They shall be the exact same measurement. Let's take a look at Rashi over here. Pasuk Lamedalad. Natav. What's Natav? Hutsari. This is known as Tsari. Since it's sap that drips out of these trees, Kari Natav, it's called Natav, because Natav means to drip. The next Rashi says, This is an aromatic root, which is smooth and shiny like a fingernail. And actually, in the wording of the Mishnah, it's called Sipirin, which means fingernail. And the next Rashi, what's that? This is actually a spice that smells bad. The Karinloi Galbana, Umina Kasav Bain Samani Akhtaras, and the Pasak still counts it as one of the spices of the Khtaras, Lamdenu to teach us. Shaloy Yekal Bainenu Latsarfi Manu Bagudas Tani Asenu Svilasenu as Paisha Israel Shiunimni Manu. We should not treat lightly to join in in all of our Tfilas and our tiniest and all of our supplications, Tashem, all the Paisha Israel, the people that do Averis, the same way the Khtaras is meant to be an aroma for Hashem. And nonetheless, there was still this very bad smelling spice, so too when we're diving to Hashem for salvation, we're trying to bring our tefillahs up to Hashem, we shouldn't say, oh, the Paishim, the people that are Ayur they shouldn't join in with us, only the Tzadikim. No, even they are included because Hashem views Kla Yisrael as a whole and all of it is a Reach Nichayach. And Rashi continues, Samim, Acherim, other spices, Ulevay Nezaka, Mikan Lamdi Rabbi Seinu, over here, Lechamim teach, Yud Al-Samanim, Nemru Loyal, Moshe B'Sinai, there was 11 spices that Moshe Rabbeinu was told about, Miyot Samim, Shnaim, the minimum of spices is two, Not V'shechilz V'chel B'na Gimel, that's another three Harei Hei, that's five altogether in the Pasuk, Samim, it repeats Samim again, the Rabbis Oid K'may Elu, to add on another five, just like these five that we mentioned, Harei Eser, that's ten, Ulevayna, and the Levayna that's mentioned in this Pasuk, Harei Yud Alf, that's eleven, Ve'ilu Hein, and what are these eleven spices? Hatsari Hatsipar Nechel Ben of Alvayna, Mar Yuxiyash, Basner Vecharkaim, Harei Chesetz, eight, Shashibelis V'nerd, Echad, Shibelis V'nerd is really one, Shahaner Doimel Shibelis, Nerd is very similar to Shibelis, Hakosht Vakilupa Vakinamain, Harei Yud Alf, that's eleven, Bars Kashina, Ininiktar, Bars Kashina, even though it's counted, it's not actually burned as one of the spices, Elabai Shafanis Hatsipar in the Lavna, we smeared it over the Tsipirin in order to make it whiter, Shatayna, because it's more beautiful that way. And the next Rashi says, These four that are mentioned here, they should be the exact same weight. This one's weight should be the same exact one as the other one. We also learned, We should take the weight of 70 mana for each of them. And back to Chomish Pasuk, You should make it as a spice blend, a blend of spices, the work of a spice blender, well mixed, 
pure and holy. Rashi over here, Pasuk Lamed Hay tells us, You have to mix it really well, all together. And let's jump to the next Rashi, It should be well mixed, and it should be pure, and it should be holy. Let's go back to Chomesh Pasuk Lamed Vav, and you shall grind it very finely, and you should take from some of it and place it in front of the Eidos, in the Eil Maid, that's where I meet with you over there, it should be Kaddish Kadashim for you. And this clarus that you shall make, its recipe, you shall not make for yourselves. Again, another Isser, don't try this at home. It should be Kaddish for you for Hashem. A person who makes from this in order to smell its aroma, he shall get Kares. Rashi over here, Pasuk Lamed Zion says, the count of its spices, you should only make it for me, for Hashem, and not for yourself. The next pasuk in Rashi tells us, You are allowed to make this recipe of Keteris in order to give it over for use in the Mishkan or the Beis HaMikdash. You're just not allowed to make it for yourself, for your own aroma. And now back to Chomesh, Perak Lamed Aleph, Pasuk Aleph. We've learned about the Mishkan and all the Kalim that go inside and all the Begadim of the Kayan Gadol and all the other Kayhanim. However, we don't know who actually was the one that made all of this. And the pasuk tells us, Hashem spoke to Maisha saying, See that I've called by name Betzalel ben Uri ben Chur Lamata Yehuda. I've singled out Betzalel, the son of Uri, the son of Chur, from the tribe of Yehuda. And I filled him with the spirit of God, with wisdom, and understanding, and knowledge, and all sorts of work. He has the ability to make calculations, to work properly with gold, silver, and copper, and proper stone cutting, in order to fill all the different things that need to be filled with stones, and the proper carving of wood to do all sorts of work. I've also placed with him, as his assistant, if you will, this person, the son of Achisamach, from the tribe of Dun. And in the heart of every person who's a Chacham Lev, I've placed wisdom in their hearts. This is the whole team that was working with Betzalel and Ahaliyav. And they shall do everything that I've commanded you. Let's take a look at over here, Pasuk Beis. I've called him by name, to do my work as Betzalel. Betzalel is the one that's going to be the head of the project. Pasuk Gimel and Rashi tells us, what's wisdom? Something a person hears from someone else and he learns that's called wisdom. Understanding. This is, a person can understand something from his heart, he's already learned something else, and he can learn something else based off of that. Uvedas, what's that? Ruach Kaidash. That's Ruach Kaidash. And let's jump to Pasuk Vav and Rashi. There's also a number of people that are wise of heart among you. Anyone who have placed Chachma in them, and they shall do everything I've commanded you. And let's go back to Chomash, Pasuk Zayin. What exactly are these people going to be making? They're going to make the oil Maid and the Aran for the Eidos again for the Luchas inside. That's like a Paris Asher Olive and the Kaparis on top of the Aran. It's called Kleya Oil and all the Kalim that belong in the Oil. That's a Shulchan with Kalev and the Shulchan it's Kalev. That's how Menera Tahirav is called Kalev. And the pure Menera, we call it pure Menera, Rashi says, because it's made out of pure gold and all of its Kalev. Ves Mizbacha Ketiris and the Mizbach that the Ketiris was burned on. Ves Mizbacha Oil is called Kalev and the Mizbach that all the Oilers were brought up on and all of its Kalev. Ves Akir, Ves Kanoi and the Kir and its base. Ves Bigdas Rud and the woven mesh garments. Now Rashi tells us that these are not the garments that the Kayan God wore. These are actually the coverings of all the different parts of the Mishkan, all the different Kalim, when it was dismantled and brought along on a journey to the next point 
and the next stop that the Klai Yisrael went on in the Midbar, so they had to cover all the kilims so they didn't get ruined. And that's what these big day srad are. So all these woven mesh garments, that's big day HaKadosh L'Aaron and the holy garments for Aaron HaKayin, that's big day Vanav L'Chayin, and the begadim of his sons to serve as Kayhanim. That's Shemana Mishcha, and this Shemana Mishcha that we learned about. That's Ketaris HaSamim and the Ketaris, L'Kaydesh for holiness. K'chal HaShir Tzvisicha Yasu, everything I've commanded you, they shall do. And something important related to the building of the Mishkan. Hashem spoke to Mishcha saying, you, the Abarel B'nai Yisrael Lamar speaks to the B'nai Yisrael saying, Ach es Just you should make sure to guard my Shabbosim, Ki Oishi B'ni V'neichem L'Rseichem, because it is an ice, it is a sign in between me and you for all of your generations. Ladas to know, Ki Hashem Mekadashchem, that I am Hashem that made you holy. Let's take a look at Rashi over here, Pasuket Gimel, why is it that Moshe Rabbeinu is being commanded right now about Shabbos Kadesh? We've already learned about Shabbos. So Rashi tells over here, V'ato D'Abarel B'nai Yisrael, V'ato and you, Afal Pi Shevkat Dichat Tzavos Amlech Samishkan, even though I've commanded you to tell them they have to go build a Mishkan. Don't think that it should be very light in your eyes that you're allowed to be Machal Shabbos in order to do the Malacha of the Mishkan. You shall guard my Shabbosim. Even though you're going to be eager and enthusiastic and you're going to be full of Zerizos and alacrity to go do the work of the Mishkan, do not be Machal Shabbos. Anytime it says Ach or Rak, that's a mute. That's an exclusion to say that you are not allowed to work on Shabbos just because you want to build the Mishkan. Ki ois hi beinu veneichem, ois gedula hi beinenu. This is a sign of greatness in between us. Shebacharti bochem, that I have chosen you, banchili lochem, to bestow upon you, as jay menuchasi, my day of rest, lomenucha, for your day of rest. Ladas to know, ha'umayzba, that the other nations can know, ki anyashem akadashchem, that I am Hashem that sanctified you. And let's go back to Chomish Pasuk Yudalad, Rishmartem Hashabbos, you should guard Shabbos, ki kodeshi lochem, because it is holy for you. Mechal lehom maizumas, one who desecrates it shall surely die. Ki kol Anyone that does Malachan Shabbos, that soul shall be cut off from among the nation. Six days you should do work. And on the seventh day, Shabbos Shabbos and Kaddish Hashem shall be a Shabbos Shabbos and holy for Hashem. Anyone that does Malachan Shabbos shall surely die. Let's take a look at Rash over here. Pasuk Yudalid. If there's Adem and they warned him not to do this work, so then he's going to actually get killed. He's going to get cursed. If he was never warned, he's still going to be chayav kares. Mechaleleha, someone who's mechaleleh, what does that mean? Hanoig b'chayel b'kdushasa, someone that treats its holiness as mundane, that's this word mechaleleha, someone that profanes Shabbos, where he's mechalel Shabbos. Pasuk desvav in Rashi, Shabbos Shabbosayin, menuchas margaya, this is a double lushan, a relaxing rest, v'loy menuchas aray, not just like a regular rest, you come home, you stick your feet up, read the newspaper, that's not real rest, we need to have a real relaxing rest on Shabbos. And let's skip this Rashi in parentheses and go to the next Rashi, Kaidish Lashem, it's holy for Hashem, Shmiras Kedushasa, the guarding of its Kedusha is Lashmi for my name, for Hashem, of Mitzvasi, and because of my commandment. And let's go back to Chomish Pasuk Tez Zayin, Visham Bnei Yisrael Shabbos, and Bnei Yisrael shall guard the Shabbos, Lasis is a Shabbos Derezim, to make Shabbos for the generations, Beris Oilam, an eternal covenant. Beni Uvein Bnei Yisrael, between me and the Bnei Yisrael, Oisila Oilam, it is a sign forever, Kisheshes Yomim Asa Hashem Hashemim Asa'arts, because for six days, Hashem. Hashem made Shamayim and Aretz Uvayim Ashvin on the seventh day, Shavas, he rested, Vahinafash, and he rested. Now let's take a look at Rashi over here, Pasuk Yudzayin, Vahinafash, Kitargumai, like Targum translates it as Vinach, and he rested. Vahalashan Noifesh, anytime we have an expression of Noifesh, Hulashan Nefesh, that actually comes from the word Nefesh, the soul, Shemeshiv Nafshai, Unashimase, Bargia, Mitar Chamlacha, that it restores a person's soul and his breathing, it relaxes him from the difficulty of his work. 
But now Rashi asks, Sumisha Kasavbay, about the one that it says, meaning talking about Hashem, he's not going to be weary, he's not going to be tired. How could we say that Hashem rests? Hashem doesn't get tired for him to rest. So Rashi explains, this is really just to make it easier for our ears to understand from what it's able to understand, meaning we don't really know what it means that Hashem rested. However, we have a concept of rest for ourselves, so therefore we have to learn that we need to be Shavas and we also need to be Vayinafash. So we've learned about quite a lot in this Aliyah. The Machzah Shekel is the proper way to count Kla Yisrael. The Kiar is the basin used by the Kaihanim to wash their hands and feet before they do the Avaidah. The Shemana Mishcha was the anointment oil that was holy. It had a special recipe that we're not allowed to make at home. We're not allowed to use it for ourselves. It's meant only for the Mishkan and the Kalim and for the Kaihanim and for a king to be anointed with. We learned about the Ketiris, which is supposed to be burned morning and evening, and the recipe of the Ketiris, again, which we're not allowed to make at home. We've also learned that Betzal and Ahaliyov, they led the team of people that were supposed to be building Mishkan and making all the Kalim and the Begadim of the Kaihanim. And we also learned that you're not allowed to be Machal Shabbos, even though you're going to be excited and eager to build the Mishkan. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with the second Olayim Parshish Kisisa. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.